Be legit and don't suck. That could mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but we're going to tell you what that means to us on our very first episode of Be Legit and Don't Suck. Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm David. And we took two mild cynics who share their self-proclaimed expertise in the fields of Christianity, church culture, music, sports, and current events. We put them in a room and hit record. Welcome to the Be Legit, Don't Suck podcast. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Be Legit, Don't Suck podcast, where we are basically asking two very important questions. Are you tired of sucking? Mm. Well, so are we. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Do you want to be legit? I do. Well, so do we. Hmm. David, you want to be legit? Man, I would love that. Uh, I tend to suck often, but uh, I just want to be legit. So I think it's a perpetual issue of people is sucking. Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. I think some people call it suckage. Yeah. And suckage is, you got like a suckage tank. Yeah. And it can be super filled. Like just mass quantities. Yeah, mass quantity of suckage. So uh, you just want to burn some of that off. Yeah, man. And then get legit. Be legit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about here. So we're excited to join us. My name is Kyle. I'm very excited. This is David Reyes here on the other side. Hi, Kyle. Hey, David. (laughs) How are you, man? Oh, I'm good, dude. We've We've been wanting to do this for a minute. Yeah, a long time. We've talked about it. I moved to Olympia like two years ago, mm-hmm. Olympia, Washington. And I feel like probably like a month after I moved here, we're like, we should do a yeah. podcast. <laughs> For real. Well, I think like we just realized we think a lot alike, which yeah. is kind of dangerous. And anyone who yeah. sat in the room at the same time of us talking knows yeah. like it spirals and well, hours of wasted time. Well, yeah. And and you you think, gosh, they 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 put us in charge of people like <laughs> leading people that's this yeah. is dangerous so it is what it is it is a fun fact about david and i is that we uh work at the same church um i don't think we have to say what name you can figure it out like yeah that'll be go. your homework yeah you can find us really easily and find <laughs> out where we serve but we are in washington state um i've been here for four years now which is pretty crazy originally um, from colorado i'm a colorado, colorado. Boy, you're originally from Texas. Texas. See? Texas. Real nice like. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Texas accent? <laughs> well, that's that's the... Okay, so when I think of Texas, I think of Nolan Ryan. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. Oh, yeah. Hi. There's always a hi. Yeah. So That's legit. Yeah. I like it. That's cool. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start out every podcast, different recurring segments. I have a lot of ideas. Some might be great. Some might not be. And uh, it's kind of up to whatever people think. Mm. But to start here, we're... Uh, we're big on music. We are musicians. Yeah. We also just love good music. So I think that's going to be a lot of what we talk about. But yeah. my question to you, David, would be, what was your favorite album or top project of 2020 that you heard? Yeah. Man, I was thinking about this and I'm like, gosh, I. it used to be like you'd li- like you'd have a summer album. Mm-hmm. Like um, I can think of a couple summer albums like in yeah. the 90s when it was a uh, thing. But now it's different because it's like playlists and stuff. Right. So, and I'm one of those trash consumers that I just, I don't even know who's singing or who's what. I don't even, yeah. I just like, I like that song. That sounds that's, nice. It's nice. <laughs> and uh, so I had to look it up. But yeah. so I listen to, uh, <laughs> it's funny, man. I listen to like a lot of country, but I also yeah. listen to a lot of um, uh, musica regional, mexicana, like uh, yeah. Mexican, <laughs> northern part of Mexico, Tejano slash combo yeah. stuff. But Miranda Lambert, 
and Bluebird. Mm. I just love that. Well, the album is great because yeah. the musicianship is right out of this world, and um, and I I think uh, I think she did a great job. Yeah. on that album, I think she wrote some of it. Who knows? You know, I think, it's like I mean, she does a lot of her songwriting, which isn't common in the country industry. At right, this point, right. Yeah, there's usually like little groups of people yeah. that are like, how can we scheme and right. create like viral content? <laughs> Uh, which is, we're going to have to talk about that one day because oh, like, yeah. the industry and the trash that's oh, out man. there. Anyways, but, but <laughs> yeah, I like that song Yeah, and the album is actually really good. So if yeah. I had to point to something, I'd say that like, and my country playlist, oh, yeah. like it's, it's just like a pop popular country. Yeah. There's some songs that are like where, where it's, um, it's like country slash mm-hmm. hip hop. Oh yeah. Is there what is that is there like something is yeah. there a name for that? Yeah. Um I mean it's just like a pop country. They have hip, other names for hip it country? for the people who hate on it a lot, you oh, know. Yeah. It's not real country. This yeah. isn't George Strait, you right, know, right. like that kind of <laughs> that kind of feel, but yeah. it feels good and on a hot day. <laughs> It's a good thing. <laughs> on a hot day it's quite nice, yeah. see? Yeah, I, yeah. I think for me top album. Now one thing you'll have to know about me if you're listening is David is the much more talented musician. <laughs> I just listen to a lot more music by a millimeter. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, nah, not not a millimeter, man. I don't know. Uh, you but. you have a lot of music, not like and uh, so I'm pretty sure it's pretty extensive, like yeah. in in a lot of different genres. But I feel like classic rock, yeah, is like your forte. You know, like- <laughs> I don't listen to near as much as I know about it at this point. Yeah, yeah. and that's only because of like my dad. He was an '80s hair metal. It makes dude. sense. Yeah. Um, every guitar teacher I ever had was like of the '60s, '70s, or yeah. '80s. So everything <laughs> like I was taught and I learned. Yeah. Um, I think one of my first like songs that my first guitar teacher made me learn was something from Queen or something. I don't know. <laughs> Classic. Um, so I just have like random knowledge about it that That's is awesome. not useful to anybody. No, dude. You it's know? useful to my me. My wife doesn't care, but <laughs> I think you're the only one who's like genuinely interested. It, warm, it warms my heart. Well, because yeah. I don't have I don't have that much knowledge. Like I know if you're like, oh, so-and-so did this song. You don't yeah. know. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. And right. then you play it. I'm like, oh, I'm you know, again, right. I'm a trash consumer. Yeah. I don't investigate or invest yeah. much. But right. But you do, so that's awesome. And you know a lot about gear. Yeah. Because I I have some knowledge. I think I have enough knowledge where I can right. be in a room and be like, oh, yeah, the SM81, yeah, man, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just just a shade. Right. I'm, I'm also, not only am I a trash consumer, <laughs> I'm also the typical... Um, like with a bit of information, I, I'm an expert. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so just, but I'm that too. Like absolutely. We're all like that, you yeah. know. It's just kind of the sign of the That's times. That's how we do. <laughs> just give me a little piece of info. Right. And I'm an expert. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, and that's my like primary entertainment and intake is YouTube. Like, yeah, that's the first thing I spend my day doing. Dude, is me like too. I watch gear videos, I watch guitar videos, uh, mixing videos, whatever. Um, and it's just like what I ingest. Like, well, I just and, love it. And they and it's it's like the content is built in such a way that mm-hmm. you can watch like a five minute video and sound like an expert. Right. It's beautiful, man. Oh, man. Everybody's just it's thinking. It's 15 minutes and you know everything. And you know everything and that there is it. to know. Like forget, you know, 50 years of experience and, uh, uh, you know, trash. trial and error. Nah, man. Nah, man. Give me a 15 minute video <laughs> <laughs> and I'm an expert. So. Yeah. 
we just that's how you can talk down to people you just got to watch it on youtube well that's why you do it you know i think i think the main thing is like to debate someone right to be like no this is you're an idiot this you're wrong that's the big thing like you're wrong i'm right i watched a 15 minute video on it but you don't tell them that right so yeah, that's why I feel like I'm a pro when it comes to movies because I watch the like movie reviews and breakdowns. And I'm like, yeah, that is right. I thought of that first for sure before I watched this video. Yeah, you know, there was like five Easter eggs, you know, in the first two minutes. So <laughs> oh, you didn't notice? Huh? Strange. <laughs> so well, you know, the more we talk, the yeah. more I realize, man, we're um, we're pretty trash. We're terrible. <laughs> This is this is part of this thing is that uh, David and I would be self proclaimed experts in many things. Oh yeah, and also mild cynics. So yeah. everything that comes out is basically through that filter. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the cynicism cynicism is strong. Yeah. with us, and it's like our first like our go to reaction. Absolutely. Like, let me look at this through my cynical right. lens first, right? And then give it an opportunity. <laughs> so on that note of becoming a cynic. I think it'd be good for us as we start this podcast and kind of talk about what it's going to look like into the future. Um, some of our background, I think it might be good for people to know like where we come from, what yeah. we do. So, okay. David, give me some of your background history, yeah. some highlights, yeah. and what you're about, man. All right. So, grew up in a Latino family, mm-hmm. Latinos, nice. La Raza. Oh, yeah. So, uh, my parents are both Latinos, um, and we're we're not like... We're from Mexico, but like Mexico, like in the 1800s, Mexico, hmm. when it was, when Texas was Mexico, because everybody's like, oh, what part of Mexico? And I'm like, oh, Texas. So like pre-Alamo? <laughs> yeah, pre-Alamo. Exactly, <laughs> dude. So, and I always get to like do this classic dad jokes like, yeah, we didn't cross the border. The border crossed us. Oh. Ooh, zinger, <laughs> knee slapper. I can see Shayla like rolling her eyes at you. Oh, yeah. It's like, ugh, dad. Yeah. So... So, um, grew up in that. And then I personally, my dad, my dad, uh, got saved and he became a Christ follower, like in the seventies before I was born. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was already like raised, like I, I was born into a Christian family past my parents were pastors. Mm -hmm. So my background is like church. Yeah. Like I, my whole life up until like my mid twenties, maybe I lived it in a bubble Mm. and just like the the, church bubble, the church bubble, Christian bubble. Um, and it wasn't probably until my mid twenties, early twenties, I'm 36 now mm. going on 37 and I, yeah, I lived in a bubble, man. For yeah. and, and it honestly, it, it wasn't really like my parents, uh, trying, cause I've seen parents who try to keep their kids in this little bubbling, yeah. oh, don't go that far. Right. But I don't think they really did that that much. I think though, it's just like. Christian culture, man. Yeah. Christian culture, church culture is, mm-hmm. it's a bubble. So, yeah. uh, that's pretty much my background. Pentecostal slash non-denom, super charismatic. Um, and I've experienced like the uber charismatic spectrum of things. I've experienced like super, uh, cessationism. Mm-hmm. I've, I mean, I've explored quite a bit of yeah. like, there are no more, uh, there are no more spiritual gifts and they have all ceased, and uh, all we have is the word. And I've right. gone as far as like speaking in in like Babel tongues, yeah, yeah. and um, and praying for people, and they're falling over, and right. people are like yelling and screaming right. and running around. I've seen it all, man. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Kind of going through like some deconstruction from that point, right? Oh, like yeah. Hitting that, like, what is this even all about? What do I believe? Why am I doing this? 
about Absolutely. that noise, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That 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 was man. That's a huge part of why I am the way I am, which I'm happy. Look, yeah. Can I just say? I know we we talk <laughs> like, oh, we're trash. Yeah, uh, and we suck, which is true, but because um, we're humans. Yeah, right. So that part is true, but I'm also I'm happy that I've gone through everything that I went through, and and I I enjoy how I think. Right. Is that is there such a thing as enjoying how you think? Yeah. I think it's I mean it's being at peace with yourself, saying yeah. like I like who I am, I like where I've been. Yeah. And I'm at peace with who I am and where I'm going, right? Oh yeah. And that's kind of where we all want to be. And there's probably not all areas that you're comfortable with, but right. go from there, like that's a good place to get to, you know? Dude. That's no regrets living. Yeah, no regrets, bro. No regrets. <laughs> really? Dude. Not not one not even one letter? <laughs> no so regrets. Good. Yeah, so man. Good. That I don't have, I, I don't honestly, let me think, do I have regrets? I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe if, if I would have snapped out of my bubble mm -hmm. or, or popped out of my bubble or however you say that mm -hmm. earlier, that would have been cool. Yeah. Or if I, you know, I went through some heavy depression too in my mm -hmm. mid twenties up until my late twenties when I, when I was like freed and I wish that would have happened sooner. Yeah. You know, but everybody does, right? You know, like, you're like, gosh, why didn't I wake up earlier in life yeah. and I wasted my 20s or whatever? Because <laughs> I legit thought that. But, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's a regret or if it's just like, man, that would have been cool. Yeah. No, I feel it, man. I think my background is not not as in church. Like, my parents were worship leaders when I was a kid. And then they stepped out of it. And yeah. then we didn't, like, we attended a little bit of church. But we, like, just didn't go for yeah. most of my childhood. Um, until I was a teenager, we came back. I got involved in like youth groups and stuff. Yeah. Um, and like it was really just because there was a band that made me interested. Oh, like heck I got yeah. to play bass with the youth band. So oh, I was like, okay, yeah. that's why I got to do this. Yeah. Um, but then really kind of fell in love with church from there, really on my own, not even through like what my parents had and their experience with the church. I was just like, oh, this is dope. Then I didn't even know what denominations were until I was like 17. Yeah. And I first heard, oh, our church is AG, you know, back in Colorado. I'm yeah. like, what is AG mean? <laughs> right. Um, so it's only been the last like 10 years that I've really learned what all that looks like and stuff. So um, my journey with it has always been feeling like almost this perpetual outsider. Mm -hmm. um, even though being super active in ministry and wanting to pastor and all these things, it was kind of this like, well, I don't quite look like these people on the outskirts who are just hating on everything, you know, right. like going through that process of deconstruction, I was never satisfied with like getting to that point where you're like, you know what, man, just like F it. I'm just going to live my life. Like whatever. nihilism. Yeah. I never yeah. got comfy with that, but then I didn't feel like the perpetual church person right? Uh, who's just like, oh, this is my thing. And like, I don't do this. I don't do that. I, I yeah. can't watch the office, yada, yada. Right. Um, right. <laughs> I like, I found myself constantly weaving between the two. Yeah. And trying to figure out what is it I'm supposed to be in church. Yeah. And I, it's only been the last like two years that I think I've finally gotten comfortable with who I am and the way I do things. Yeah. Which feels really good. It's also scary because you're like, well, now people are just going to see what it is. And if they don't like it, then they don't like it. Oh, yeah. I Yeah. I I think I'm a people pleaser. I don't know. Like, I... Oh, I'm I, absolutely a people pleaser. Oh, yeah. I Like, I, I don't... I hate when people... Like I love to win people over, yeah, and and I hate when someone's like, I don't really like that guy, yeah. And I'm like, give me a chance. It's got to be some sort of pride, right? Because you, what you're really saying is yeah. like, how could someone not like me? Oh yeah, I'm incredible, yeah. Yeah. right? Like yeah, that, no, you're right. It is, it is like a it comes from a place of pride, sure. 
and and it's just another part of the trash that that is <laughs> David. Um, but yeah, like I I do, but I'm also the older I get, yeah. the less I care about that. I notice. Yeah, and um, and I want like I want to be happy and free, and I want people to be happy and free. Yeah, because like I'm thinking, well, if I'm going through this. Um, and feeling like I'm a caged animal, what yeah. must other people be going through? And, and why can't, and why can't I be like this and think like this and still follow Jesus? Right. Like, like to me, I'm not saying, oh, Jesus is not the son of God mm-hmm. or, um, Jesus is just a really cool teacher, but he's not everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not denying any of those things, um, but at the same time, I live my life different from how church people live. I, I, yeah. I think I my whole life I've been churched, yeah. right? I'm like the churched. Mm-hmm. And in my mid, in my mid twenties, I broke out of that. And I be, so today I call myself an unchurched church leader. Mm. It was a mouthful. Yeah. Unchurched church leader in the sense that I just, I don't even know what the language, I don't even know how to speak to someone who's a part of a particular denomination. Yeah. Because you ever been with like denom people yeah in denom events oh absolutely and uh, they all talk a certain way <laughs> right. and i'm just like ew well and there's always the lingo which i still i pretend to understand where they're like oh well, we got some presbyterians in the house and they're like ah. yeah it's like oh you must be lutheran and I'm, right. i i don't ever really get it i don't get it yeah it's just kind of you're sitting in the corner like uh-huh, yeah well totally. because well because they have spent hours right um researching how they can debate different denoms because right. that's what i feel like that's what a part that's a part of again there's nothing wrong with denominations yeah and i think there's a lot of beautiful unity in mm-hmm. in being a part of a denomination uh it does it's not for me but i right. totally get why someone would do it and where the strength in it is right but that's just an ugly side of it is that <laughs> like you 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 really spend a lot of time figuring out why the other denoms are wrong. Right. So well, when you make those jokes, I think people are just obsessed with like being a part of some kind of group. Like we're trying to separate everything everywhere. You know, yeah. you can't just be a part of people. You have to be a part of a thing. You got to be a part of the better thing yes. and the better group. Right. Because it's not just being a part of a group anymore, <laughs> no, man. It's the better one. Yeah. The better one, yeah. the more superior <laughs> and the, and the more morally uh, right. Yeah. Right. One, oh, Ooh, the morals, well, and bro. how you can draw, especially in church and denomination, how you draw yeah. those lines on like small doctrines, like right. minor doctrines, where yeah. you're like, oh, you do infant baptism, we do full immersion baptism, right? Um, so we're right, you're wrong, and yeah. uh, everything you do is trash now, right? Right? Um, you, yeah, you take communion with uh, like bread and wine, right? And we take communion with like plastic wafers and hey, grape juice. Those or little to-go cups are dope, though, man. <laughs> Like Come that's on. so sacrilege. Like, how dare you? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're you're right, man. Uh, man, it's crazy how like we inevitably end back to we we always come back to it, man. <laughs> we always come back to it. I mean, that's what the podcast is about, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like exposing for better or for or worse, exposing right. how we think. Yeah. And so, like, you know, why are we doing this? And I think, um, I think a lot of people, um. And I don't know if it's just young people. I think it could be old, older people too. Like yeah. uh, they are, they're they're they act a certain way when they're around church people, and then they really think a different way. Yeah. And when they're around non-church people, they're kind of more themselves because there's not there's not a lot of rules. I think the beauty about what secularism has done is it allows you to just be who you are naturally. Mm-hmm. And the negative thing about what 
um, what religion has done is it says you need to conform mm. to like a certain way of thinking or believing. Now, I will say that there is, and here's where I have conflict, and I think a lot of people have conflict. Well, aren't we supposed to not conform to the things of the world and and have our mind renewed day by day? Yeah, but you're talking about two different things. Like right. the way of the world, like adoring and worshiping money, mm-hmm. for instance. That's the way of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, this hyper sexualism, like mm. all like everything is sexualized and that's the way of the world and sexual immorality and yeah. those types of things. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, if you think a certain way, right. Like especially about liturgy, right. You know, and like oh, yeah. church, church customs. Yeah. You know, because I, th- there are people who think that those will make or break you. And I'm like, yeah. bro, that's like the least of my right. worries. I, right. I want to follow Jesus and mm-hmm. I want to do, what I, I, yeah, I definitely don't want to conform to the world's mm-hmm. worship of money and the world's worship of sex, right. and and I want to worship God. Right. While at the same time, I want to uh, think the way I think, right. like especially when it comes. I tend to just, I tend to just like disagree with like doctrinal yeah. stuff, or yeah. you know what I mean? Right, absolutely. Well, and I, what you're talking about is basically living with um, is what my dad calls it, and I think it's from some pastor he listens to or something but it's living life with a gospel lens like the filter like through your mind and everything is christ but how you're living your life is going to be different than someone else and that's what enables you then you're reaching totally different people yeah you know um like the context of like the kind of people that you will reach and influence and impact is totally different than what i would do Mm -hmm. um and that's where we have to really like embrace like the individual and the uniqueness of every person. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that not everyone's one life is going to look the same. You yeah. know, my parents were worship leaders for a time, and that really wasn't their context to thrive. And then when they started a band when, later when I was a kid, and they played for like almost 15 years, they were only playing dive bars and clubs right. and ratty places in like downtown Denver around the region. Mm-hmm. And that's where they had impact was with those people. But you'd have those in the church who would stick their nose up like, man, you can't, you can't be in a place like that. You can't right. do that. Right. Um, and we're very concerned about, right. you know, my parents' soul. Through oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're but, going to hell. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but that's where the people are, man. That's where the people who need this message are. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, that, you know, you're, that's living outside of the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I have a Spanish podcast, right? And I was talking about this the other day yeah. about how um, a lot of a lot of those super religious type mm-hmm. will point to Second Corinthians nine, I guess, and the Apostle Paul is like, "Hey, don't mix with the world." Yeah, and then don't be, don't be unequally yoked, right? Right. So <laughs> typical uh, <laughs> typical religion, we right. we're gonna take something that we vibe with and we're gonna build a whole doctrine around it. Mm-hmm. Right. And man, who cares about context? Let's just, right. in fact, second Corinthians, there was a first Corinthians. Don't right. even read that one. Yeah. Just, just the second one, just the second <laughs> car, uh, the second, uh, letter. Yeah. So, uh, don't be unequally yoked. Right. And, mm. and, and pastors and leaders and stuff have used that like historically to be right. like, uh, you know, you shouldn't be ha- having secular friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if a guy falls in love with a girl and she's not Christian, like, well, mm-hmm. you, you shouldn't do that because you're right. unequally yoked. 
I think there's a truth there. Like, yeah, yeah I, it's going to be harder. Mm-hmm. And it's like one person wants to go one way and you're trying to go another way. And it's right. tough. You know, yeah. even two believers can have disagreements. Uh, Paul and uh, Barnab- Barnabas. Yeah. Right? They had a disagreement in Acts. Yeah. And they they had a split ways. They're like, we, right. we literally cannot continue together. Yeah. Well, and it was literally about um, Barnabas wanted to bring Mark with yeah. them on their journey. And Paul was like, nah, man, he ditched the last one. Don't bring yeah, him. No, he he's sucks. a loser, man. He, yeah. He's not legit. Right. He sucks. Right. His and suck tank. Barnabas is like, oh, come here, buddy. Come yeah. on, man. No, nah, he's cool. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah, Paul's a, kind of a douche. Yeah, a little yeah, bit a little in that bit. moment. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you know, what? so so those hyper-religious, super-religious type, they're like, uh, don't... Um, you know, don't don't do that. You you can't have friends that are not that are not Christ believers and, yeah. and followers, right? But then, uh, and he goes on like uh, the Apostle Paul goes on, continues on in Second Corinthians. He's like, uh, you shouldn't even like be in places where there's idols, mm-hmm. and you shouldn't touch these things, right? Okay, uh, this is the dude who stood in Athens mm-hmm. in, in Acts, and he and he's literally in the. Um, I forget what the name of the particular Greek god that he's he's sort of standing in. He stands like in the pantheon. I don't know what you yeah. call it, but he's basically in the temple of the Greek gods, right. and he goes. Well, they have there. a lot of altars toward different oh, yeah. gods and stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. He stands like next to. I know the Bible names the particular god that he stands next to, and he's like preaching and stuff like that. And so it's the altar to the unknown god, is what it says. Oh yeah, the in. Greece, they were so worried about like upsetting some random that they put to the unknown, the, unknown the one we don't know about. Oh yeah, we respect him so much. Right. So <laughs> this is also the guy. This is also the the same apostle in First Corinthians chapter one. That's like I'm all things to all people. Right. And when I'm with the Jews, I basically pretend to be a Jew. Yeah. And when I'm with the Gentiles, I pretend to be a Gentile. Right. And I I understand what he's saying. So. The super religious are nervous right now. They're like, don't tell them that. They'll yeah. want to go have secular <laughs> friends. Well, <laughs> I think this is the this is why we are the way we are right. as believers. That we put ourselves in a bubble mm-hmm. and and we say, hey, you you have to be a Christ follower to right. even get my attention. Yet you might have na- like this is why a lot of believers don't know their neighbors because mm. maybe their neighbors like celebrate Halloween oh, or they celebrate you know whatever some right. different holiday that's so bad. Oh my yeah. god, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and they drink green beer. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah, Father. You know. <laughs> so and, and we don't talk to them or you right. hear them party or whatever, and it's a shame, man. Because like, how are you going to be the light? Right. And the salt of the earth. So, right. anyways, I know the conversation has gone like all over wow. the place, but no, I think this is great because this gives a really good idea about what this podcast will look like. Yeah. Honestly, because this is on everything, and we're going to talk about this stuff. We're going to talk about music, everything we're passionate about. Yeah. Um, but what's really important, I think, to understand why we're even doing this is because for so long we're sitting here looking at the church like, man. Are these just the way things are, or yeah. is this not right? And right. I think there's a lot, not that we have all the answers, right. but there's a lot, and a lot of people realize that this isn't the way necessarily that I think Jesus intended for us to live, or we're drawing battle lines and putting up our walls and trying yeah. to take care of like us and our own, while the rest of them, those are the evil people. Right, right. Like, there's no evil people. Our enemy isn't of flesh and blood. Right. There's right. just people. Yeah. And we're all messed up. Yeah. And so it's important for us to like get uncomfortable a yeah. little bit 
and yeah. even rethink things that you've probably held and believed for so long. Yeah. Um, that might not necessarily be accurate or helping you or helping the cause of the kingdom, right? Yeah. Um, and not just and just not being afraid of that. Like, yeah. The thing is, is if you're afraid of questions and afraid of questioning, yeah. that shows a lack of faith. Yeah. That's showing you're saying I'm afraid of what the answer will be because it yeah. might mean that what I believe doesn't mean anything. Oh yeah, and and it it's just lame, right? Like ask asking <laughs> questions is it's fun, man. Oh yeah. I, I grew up as like. If you ask it, that means you're doubting and something's right. wrong with that and right. you don't have faith. And are you really saved? Right. And, um, you know, to your point, like, I, th- I think one of the cool things that's going to happen with this podcast is I don't think we're going to tell people what to do yeah. so much as just share how we think. But, yeah. but more importantly, give people the tools to figure it out for themselves. Cause th- right. to me, that's the key. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Coming from a Latino culture yeah. and coming over to Evergreen specifically, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if it's like an American thing or if it's an Evergreen thing. It's probably a little bit of the of both because I, although I've lived in America my whole life, I've been uh, in another inner bubble mm-hmm. <laughs> inside the yeah. Christian bubble, which is the Latino right. Christian bubble. Right, and um, and it, yeah, it's definitely all about. Um, Man, I don't remember where I was going with that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But just like learning sounded, through the bubbles. It, it kind of like, sounded like it was going to be interesting. That sounded so good, man. Right. I, I was hooked. It's a shame. Maybe yeah. it's like one of those things where I'll listen back and be like, okay, yeah. that'll That's, be episode two. Yeah. Well, that is one of <laughs> that is something I threw in there for one of them. Is kind of like the bubble and context of like the Latino church versus... You know, I remember what it was. Church. What was it? Thank you. Yeah. See, Kyle, you're just such a gem. This is yeah. why I'm here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it was the it was the whole self select thing. Oh, yeah, because yeah. because the Latino culture um, as leaders, we are more inclined to just tell you what to do. Mm. Like, hey, I'm going to tell you what to do because this is better for you. Right. And and maybe it is. Like yeah. you know, who knows? Like you know, there are some things that are good advice. Like like a young like a young kid, mm-hmm. like a teenager who just got saved. Yeah. It's probably really good advice to be like, Hey, you, for one of the first things you probably want to do is separate yourself from some of those friends that are just not helping you at all. Yeah. Like that's probably good advice. Right. right? Um, but Latinos, like we just want to di- dictate everything. Mm. And, um, and all the, at, at least the churches that I was a part of, it was yeah. like, I'm going to tell you what to do. And, and coming over here and, learning it was like a self-select thing like yeah uh like just give people the tools and let them decide right i'm like no well and you're coming from even the context of that within like the church in the bible belt coming up to washington state which is like one of the highest unchurched areas Mm. like in the nation it's like super pagan in fact right yeah Yeah, there's you know people practicing witchcraft and they got their crystals and doing all the bra rama rum ramtha ramtha yeah man that's (laughs) just right we're gonna go one day visit and then just (sighs) come do a podcast on what we learned i don't think they'd let us in though no they'll know you have to like go through some stuff i don't know i'm down dude maybe we should call them yeah (laughs) We should call them on like, the podcast. Hey, we just want to talk to you. We promise we won't laugh. We just want to know what this is. <laughs> so I, bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we'll there, see. There's a lot of that. But I'm sorry. Yeah. Where were you going with that? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. Um, just that it's a different context out here for sure. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But even in the way we do things, which is very much about like you have to find like your journey with Christ. Yeah. And your purpose through that. 
Yeah. No one can do it for you. Right. You know, we can help guide the way. And I think that's where people, you know, they hate on pastors is they think, oh, you're supposed to do this for me. You're supposed to help me figure it out. Yeah. It's like, we're here to guide and direct and encourage. But yeah. beyond that, it is your journey, man. Like, this is your yeah. route to run. Oh, yeah. You know who doesn't suck? Mm. And this is going to sound super cheesy when I say it, but the Dude. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Okay. But, but, it, but it's, <laughs> but it's true because... We can give all the advice we want, but right. really, like the Holy Spirit is kind of the the go to, the ultimate go to. Absolutely. And I think, if anything, what I hope this podcast achieves is to get you to to think in a different way. Absolutely. Uh, not even necessarily think something different, but just yeah. to think in it, like the actual act of thinking, to do it in a different way that will give you results that I think will be more profound mm. and they'll, they'll, they'll be results that are your results. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's Absolutely. not like the typical thing is like, take someone's opinion, you make it your own. Yeah. And that's trash, man. It's so much more fulfilling when you come to your own conclusions right. on things and you make up your own, you, you make up your mind about what you believe and you own it. And I feel like it, it, there's longevity there. Like you yeah. will stick to it longer. Absolutely. If you came to it, like, uh, just an example, I, mm -hmm. I lost a lot of weight back in the day, like 10 mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. And, and people would, man, I was like three, 25 330 so, I don't says I keep adding to that number but <laughs> just keep stacking it but but I know there was a time when I was 300 plus yeah and bro I was I was a big boy man that's it's a big yeah Anyways, it's hard to it's hard to picture the the pictures really sell it and it's shocking yeah oh it's shocking yeah uh so I um people would tell me like I would have uncles mm -hmm. and they'd be like man david you're you're too big yeah you know and you know just ragging on me and yeah. stuff and they're like you need to lose weight and i would hate that yeah you need to eat better you need to work out and i would right. just i would eat harder yeah and well, i'll show you dude work out less harder right if that's a thing yeah uh, yeah basically i'll show you yeah and it and it wasn't until i decided for myself that this is this is stupid this is a dumb mm -hmm. way to live obviously i need i i was healed in other areas like depression and things like that yeah i came out of that and i was like i don't i don't need to eat this much like this is ridiculous right and I, it, it was a ridiculous amount of eating yeah. you would think i was like an olympic swimmer right how much i ate <laughs> and uh and then it, and then i just lost weight naturally and then mm -hmm. i went to the gym and i started liking it and that's kind of just how it happened but right. i kept the weight off for the most part i put on some pounds but um I've kept it off because I think that it was my decision. Like right. I came to that conclusion myself. Nobody forced me. Mm -hmm. Nobody had a gun to my head. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't, it wasn't like a, Hey, I'll pay you a thousand dollars. If you, you know, it was my right. decision. Like I want to do this for me Yeah. because this is important and I want to feel better about myself. Yeah. And I, that's how I ended up doing that. Yeah. And Hey man, praise God that I was able to do that. And that's the hope for like people listening to this podcast. Yeah. You come to your own conclusions. Right. And I think that's the, in a good way to kind of wrap this conversation is like the idea behind be legit and don't suck is that you have to get to that point yourself. No one can make you do those things. No yeah. one can make you grow. No one can make you be better. You yeah. know, uh, I remember be legit. Don't suck. Kind of like sounds like this thing that a teacher told me one time I was taking like classes about like audio engineering mm -hmm. and, uh, the teacher, he was just a dude. He did audio all throughout Colorado and, um, was on touring bands, all kinds of stuff. But he said, listen, if you just don't be a jerk, okay. and <laughs> yeah, he, used, he used, you know, less kind words than that. Yeah. 
um, and just work hard at what you're doing, like show that you care about it. Yeah. You'll get hired for anything. Mm. Um, which means be legit. Don't suck. Yeah. Same kind of concept. Um, but that's like in your faith in like your career, whatever it may be in your creativity, you have to desire that in yourself. You have to have the desire to go after these things. Mm. Um, you have to have the desire to say, I'm not comfortable and with this spot anymore. I'm tired of being here, just sitting on the couch, letting life happen, um, and not taking it and not going for it. Um, and once you make that decision, that's where you can start like not sucking and yeah. being legit, yeah. you know. And that's the only way to do it. But no one can make you do that. Yeah, yeah, dude. That was that was awesome. <laughs> what, what that teacher taught you. I mean, it's you like deep. That? Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> that you know, uh, and we need to have this conversation at another time. But this. Um, People don't actually care about it. I think that's the problem. People don't actually care about anything. Mm. I think people care more about whether people think they care about something yeah. than actually caring about something. Absolutely. It's just, I, you know, we've talked about this on a number of occasions. Like, um, I, I've met musicians that they don't they don't really love music, but right. they want people to think they love music. Totally. And, uh, and, and dudes who, like, they don't really love the grind. Mm-hmm. They just want to be thought of as, like, oh, that dude grinds. Yeah. Yeah. But at well, the end of the day, to they don't actually really... care takes effort, and effort takes energy, and yeah. energy is too much work. No, and it's a lot, and it takes long. <laughs> yeah, you know, we we talked earlier about right. how we can watch a fifteen minute video, and then we're we have fifty years worth of experience, right. which is trash. Yeah, but and we're obviously uh, exaggerating. Yeah, but uh, a lot of people really do live that way. Right. Like, um, it's easier to watch the fifteen minute video than it is to have the fifty years worth of experience, mm-hmm. and it takes too long. Right. So I'd rather just you think, oh, that dude grinds, yeah. than actually grind. Right. It's well, and weird. that's, I mean, that's if anything, come with like weight loss, people want, what's the pill? What's the like, right. lose 30 pounds in two weeks? Oh, what's dude. the trick? Everybody asks me that. Yeah. It's like, I lost 120 something pounds. Yeah. Oh, what's the secret? Eat less and work out. Yeah. The same thing they've been saying for years, <laughs> centuries, bro. Yeah. It's like, come on. There's, there's yeah. no man, like eat That's, less. Work. I mean, maybe like you can take some fat burners, I guess yeah. that'll help. Or, yeah. or you can do like slim fast or I don't know. But don't know, at the end of the day, it just takes the effort. Yeah. It, yeah. It. Eat less. Uh, don't be depressed. Yeah. Eat less. <laughs> <laughs> that, that helps. Don't be depressed. Eat less. Yeah. And work out. Yeah. And you'll lose weight. Mental health, physical health, bro. Bro, has anybody thought about that? Because if not, I should trademark that. That's genius, bro. And then I don't just know. Look it up. Sell like books on that. You can just do what Taylor Swift did and just trademark sentences. Okay. You know? I like that. Um, like, you know that song, Shake It Off of hers? Yeah. That term, Shake It Off, she trademarked it. So now anytime someone would use it in any context, nobody Taylor what? Swift money. No, nobody's ever used that phrase before in popular. No one's ever copyrighted it, but she did. (laughs) Hey, props. Get money, dude. That's what it's all about. Be legit, don't suck, and get money. Let's just throw that in there. We got to throw that in there. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, hey, let's wrap this up. Um, It's going to be a great podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. David, before we end it, what are some like projects or things you would like to plug? Let people know what's coming up for you this year. Yeah, I have a, a single that yes, I'm releasing sir. in Spanish called La Moneda, mm-hmm. the coin. Uh, and I, I really, man, I really like it because it's sort of like a, a new chapter in my mm-hmm. musical career. Yeah. In air quotes, if you will. <laughs> um, it's like, um, 
how I view the world now, yeah. I feel like I've, I try my hardest to, to not focus on one side of the coin, but to flip that sucker over and be like, oh, there's, there's another part to this. Mm. And in my life, I've done that. Like, historically, I've done that. Like, uh, man, that was a really, really ugly thing that I went through. But what's the other side of that? Like, what the other side of it tended to be something pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of like that echoes a little bit of, Paul's the Apostle Paul's theory on how he rejoices in suffering and trials, yeah. which is stupid. Like it doesn't right. make sense and it's <laughs> illogical. Right. Uh, but then when you look at it that way, you're like, oh yeah, that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's what the song's about. Um, and and then I I started a uh, a publishing company, so I'll yeah. be releasing um, music myself. I'll be releasing uh, and there's some other stuff that I can't talk about yet, Sweet. but I'm really excited about. Um, that my family is doing. Uh, a buddy of mine, Noe Diaz, yes, sir. is someone that I'll be collaborating with yeah. uh, through that publishing company. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. Uh, and, and then more stuff that we'll talk about here as Absolutely. kind of the weeks go by. But yeah, yeah, some pretty cool stuff. That's awesome, man. Noe would be someone good to have in this room with one of these conversations sometime. Yeah, he would. That'd be yeah. dope. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, that's our time. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode coming soon. And uh, stay tuned for David's projects. I'm going to be working on some stuff. I'll let you know about it when it's coming around. But um, yeah, we love y'all. Stay fresh. Be legit. And remember, don't suck. Yeah.